Welcome back to the Mail and Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Lodge in Austin, Texas. Joining me is my co-host, Sally DeFreeze. What's up, Sal? I'm just reading coronavirus updates on my phone. Oh, really? Yeah, email. I'm supposed to be doing a podcast. I right know. Now. I know. And I checked my email. She's right a healthcare professional. So. All right. As a healthcare professional, how worried should I be? I know you're not like the oh, leading we're just expert. Into it. You're not the Let's... leading expert on the. Uh, Let's take a coronavirus hot minute real fast. Okay. With Sally. Oh, let me hit that sound effect. The coronavirus hot minute. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Um, here's what I think. And I am a medical professional, but I am not an infectious disease doctor. Sure. Yes, you should be concerned. No, the world is not ending. I don't think that you need to buy don't. toilet paper for four years supply <laughs> and like a 50 pound bag of rice. That's just, I just don't think that that's necessary. What if you want to put your body in rice after you get Corona? That is a good possibility. Like if you want to put it in rice. You think Whataburger is going to stay open? Like we're going to, we can get food. We need to. I would think it would be, I would be very surprised if the U.S. had any quarantining. I think that they're trying to avoid a lot of that. Like what Italy is currently going through by canceling large-scale events as we learned today they're doing march madness behind closed doors and mm-hmm. they canceled the houston rodeo obviously they canceled south by and delayed coachella all of those things are to prevent spread the likelihood that it's i mean it's a pandemic now so the likelihood that it spreads to austin that one of us gets it is pretty high um that being said more than 80% of the cases are very mild, like a common cold. Obviously, there's a death toll, and it's deadlier than the flu, as we've seen. It's mostly like old folks, right? But mostly for old people and not for children. So I I think everyone has said and will say a million times more is just wash your hands and be sensible. Like, if you're sick, don't go out in public. If somebody is sick next to you, don't touch them or make out with them. Like... I can't, just can't kiss our homies anymore. I Dave. feel like this should be common oh, sense, and I don't want to come off as condescending, but I, I've been in bathrooms with people today, and I work at a hospital where they went to the bathroom and didn't wash their hands. You know what I'm saying? Yuck. Not anybody in a surgery set, setting, but like when I was in the public bathroom. Right. And you're like, people, come on. Like, just have some common sense. But I think my other issue right now is that everyone's like reading like a BuzzFeed listicle. Or like God. a tweet and then like spouting off shit that they think is like some novel thing that they're saying but really is not. Like somebody today was like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but there's been a respiratory infection every election cycle because somebody tweeted that. That sounds like the most Facebook thing And ever. it's like, you know what? I, or or somebody's like, somebody wrote a book 80 years ago and said there would be a virus in 2020. Yeah, social media is great okay. for spreading information quickly. Right. But it's also bad for... You know, shit like that. Misinformation. And all of a sudden, every out. single I mean, person is an expert on it. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert. I'm not a freaking epidemiologist or, like, an infectious disease doctor. But also, like, if you feel sick, go to a doctor, wear a mask, cover your nose and mouth when you sneeze and cough, wash your hands. Like, that's all should be very smart advice and, like, things that... I feel like normal humans know, but not everyone's doing that. Right. And unfortunately, you can protect yourself, but that's not going to like 
keep some dumbass from infecting themselves and then giving it to you. I worry about the dumbasses. That's the issue. I just watched a guy do a real half-ass hand wash. Like right next to me, you knew I was watching him. I was like, that's not going to yeah, do it. You didn't sing happy Corona, birthday dog. twice, sir. Are your, How is this going for you, Dave, as a noted germaphobe? It's honestly business as usual. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit more vigilant and like, so I went to Summer Moon to get a coffee before this. And the guy in front of me in line, he like he like put his head to the side and coughed. And I like went and waited. And I was like, I'm going to wait till this guy's out of the vicinity. So I waited like three minutes until yeah. he was gone to go order. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to yeah. stand behind this fucker coughing. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not the level you are of germaphobe, but I, I am very aware of, of being germy. I wash my hands very frequently. Um, I found myself doing it even more so now. Yeah. In, it, in parks. Parks, we're, we're at the sink together all the time now. We basically just live in the bathroom, just washing hands all the time. You told me today that Parks is a paper towel on the door handle guy. Yeah. Smart move, Parks. Dude, I don't even know who showed him that. We were in the user restroom the other day, public it, restroom. Probably a teacher, to and be he, honest. Uh, he washed his hands, and grabbed a paper towel, dried it, and used that paper towel to open the door. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. That's my boy. Yeah. He's so tight. I, I will say... <laughs> The coronavirus is like the new talking about the weather. Like, oh, it's yeah. just every yeah, time you talk to somebody. If, if anything, it's it's been good for content. Exactly. I hate, I hate to say it, but. That's true. Yeah. It's team content. Coronavirus yeah. and Peter's mom just making content oh, how about 2020. Barb, huh? Barb. What a lunatic. Yikes. Made big time yikes. Yeah. So I was way, I was way less worried about uh, COVID 19 last week than I am this week. And I'll come clean on that. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to the Rogan where he has the infectious disease expert on. Not yet. It's like the first hour is worth listening to because the guy just goes through and he's just like, here's why it's going to be a problem for us. And a lot of it has to do with the the strain on our healthcare system and how we don't have the infrastructure and the tests. And But right. it's, it's good. It's good. And it's like it did make me more like, oh, they're going to shut a bunch of shit down and they're already doing it. Like mm-hmm. right before this pod, we're doing March Madness, no fans. Apparently. Huge so. home field advantage for the Texas Longhorns if they get in because they're used to playing with uh, <laughs> in the silence. How about that? I love it. That's a good one. That is good. Yeah. But they probably won't get in, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, they it, bubble it'd be a waste of time if they did get in, I think. they just you got to think that one shining moment's not going to be as exciting with mm. no fans. They, correct me if I'm wrong. They won the NIT last year. Did they not? They did. Yeah. Yeah. Sal Gal, have you listened to today's Touching Base? Circling, Circling back. back. Yeah. <laughs> Have you listened to that one, too? No, I haven't, because okay. I was in the OR. Okay. Well, just interested in your thoughts on it. We'll, we'll, we'll I, I will listen on the way home from this podcast studio. Okay. Usually, oh, you got to go home first. I'm going to go change out my scrubs. But, yes, I usually listen in the car. But okay. I was catching up on something else on the way over here. We did Bit Madness. Yeah, we did. It's oh. controversial. And we talked oh, boots wow. again, at least. We ran that back. Oh, we brought the boots back? We had to because it, it, it's become a very polarizing topic yeah. among our listeners. So we had to weigh in again and just kind of talk it out. And we did. Okay. We're going to end up landing a boot sponsorship from this, and people are going to think we did this intentionally. Intentionally, and we really did. Yeah, it, this is very organic. It is the most organic yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, Should we get into it? We're here to do a, a podcast about, uh, well, about everything, really. All topics are on the table, as we know. Um you can either call in. The hotline number is 888-362-6245. That spells mail. Or you can write in. There's a link in the Twitter bio, at Podcast. Are you guys ready? We have seven questions today, three of which are voicemails. Dave, if you don't mind. 
Howdy, y'all. Is it trash to have AirPods in while getting a haircut? People I go to don't speak much English, and the TV they play is all a different language. Similarly, my friend keeps her AirPods in while getting her nails done. Is that trash? Got to keep up with the pod somehow, right? This is trash, in my opinion. <laughs> is this a lady? Because you're basically just... Um, it, it hard to say. You're basically just telling the person that's cutting your hair, I have no interest in talking to you. And I know that there's a, a language barrier there, but still, I'm sure they can communicate on some level somehow. But to put those in, you're basically just saying, like, I'm off limits for a conversation right now. I'm here strictly for business. It's trash. If I saw someone getting their haircut next to me take a call on their AirPods while getting a cut, I would be, I would be judging them hard. Yeah. I don't think this is a trash move. Oh, come on. A call... A call. a call is different than like just listening to a podcast. If you're listening to a pod, just do one. Have the other one open. Yeah. For conversation. No, I I disagree because here's the thing. <laughs> well, and maybe this is different for girls because like half of the time spent getting your hair cut is getting your hair blown out, and you can't even talk to the person that at that point anyway because they have a blow dryer on your head. So like you can't hear what they're saying to you. Yeah. You just see their lips moving. So you're like, cool. This conversation's going nowhere. I actually did see somebody at the nail salon the other day straight up watching Netflix on her phone with AirPods in. And I was like, great idea. That's so smart. First of all, like most of the most of the places I go, and Alyssa can back me up on this, the nail techs don't really talk to you. They're talking to like each other in Vietnamese. And I like I don't mind making conversation with them, but I feel like most of the time they don't want to talk to me. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm gonna just scroll on my phone. It's more it's yeah, I understand that. And but I, I, I do have... think it warrants, if you're going to do it, say, hey, I got to like listen to this thing. You don't have to. Just give an excuse. If you're I... upfront about it like, and ask, like, do you mind if I put these in? I just want to listen to, you know, I'm a podcast they may I'm enjoy... to finish right Yeah, now. It, as it... long as you say it up front, I think that they, kind of the same thing as like getting in an Uber and not talking. And now like on Uber Comfort, you can like do the like, I don't want to talk to anybody option. I think if you are upfront about it, then they don't have to like try to make conversation with you and wonder why you're being an asshole and not responding to them. I think if you do, if you ask beforehand, then it makes it okay. But if you just pop them in and just right so, start zoning out, I think that's per- kind of fucked up. Like give them a heads up, but yeah. I don't think it's trash to do, especially if like that's the only time in your day that you can like unwind and do something. I have done this when I was in school. I would be like, I'm so sorry, I'm studying, and I would like do flashcards on my phone while getting my hair done. Yeah, because that was like time that I needed to study. You know, to be fair, I might have somewhat of an old school mentality when it comes to this kind of stuff. When I see people just wearing AirPods or headphones in a grocery store, it kind of bothers me a little bit because it's mm-hmm. like what it's like what, you're not open to anyone talking to you. Are you are you that just shut off from society that you don't even don't even entertain a conversation with? Right. I don't know. It's just it's it's not like I get upset about it. But it, like it, our it AirPods, just, it irks me just like two percent. Like, are eh. AirPods okay in the airport? Airport's a different scene. Oh hell yeah! Airport's yeah. a different scene. You, yeah. Yes, like I AirPods full noise in. Cancel. Yeah. Because don't airport, talk to everyone me. just kind of does their own thing in an airport. Yeah. You know, it's it's not a it's not a social scene. My bigger issue with AirPods, which was my issue with like Bluetooth speakers and or like not Bluetooth speakers, Excuse but me? Bluetooth don't you down talk BTS right now? I'm not going to down talk BTS. I'm. This is like directed at my parents, at Harry and Julie. Before AirPods existed, my parents both had Bluetooth headphones. Okay. Like that would have the little speaker. So my mom would get on the phone 
And I'd be like, just start answering her and not realize she was talking to somebody else. My dad noted AirPod user, like AirPods were the best thing that ever happened to him because he used to have Apple headphones draped around his neck like a boa at all times. <laughs> like that's just their thing. I, and so I, to me, I'm like not offended if, if somebody has AirPods in. Like I, I think there are situations where it's more acceptable than others, but I also think it's, if you're going to do it, let people around you know, like I have something in, I'm yeah. doing, you know, I'm working or I'm doing whatever. Make yeah. up an excuse that you feel is right for you. Yeah, just keep in mind when, when you do have those things in, it's like the universal sign for like, don't talk to me. Right. And so in certain settings that can be somewhat, uh, not offensive, but off putting. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just be careful. I, d I honestly, when I saw this, I was like, hell yeah, because I saw that girl watching a show on Netflix, and I was like, that is so freaking smart, because at, at the nail salon, they play, like, HGTV, like, house flipping shows that, like, you yeah. only, like, half-ass watch, because it's just on. And See, you... my haircut takes, like, 12 to 15 minutes. Right. This is a totally different situation for girls. For guys, like, I, and I know Will, like, if Will went in with Teresa with, like, the rapport that he has with her, oh, that'd be so and weird. put on ha AirPods, <laughs> it would be, like, very uncomfortable. She would bring it up to me, she'd be like... So Will yes. came in. Like, just be aware that your hairdresser may talk shit about you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, if and you're not you close gossip. with the person, like, who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't know. You said you said um, that that's off-putting. I'd like to switch gears and talk about something that's the opposite of off-putting. Which is what? <laughs> Movement. Okay. MVMT. The true underdog success story. Is it on-putting? It's on-putting. Is that a thing? I don't think so. We're making it a thing. It is now. They were founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. They've sold almost 2 million watches worldwide by bringing quality designs at fair prices. Dylan, have you peeped the uh, 1960s American Muscle Car-inspired blacktop collection? Uh, no. It, it's, it's like uh, John Travolta in Greece, like in a watch, though. I have a watch that has, it puts off like army vibes. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's like kinda, Hunter Green, right? Yeah, it's it's masculine and, and Hunter Green. It's tight, man. I love it. It's my a good watch. watch puts off influencer vibes, and I love it. Oh, I actually was okay. influenced into getting that watch. Okay, but it's very like dainty and gold, and you know wrist stacks are a thing now. So you just like put it on and put on like twenty other bracelets. That's my look. What very like? opposite from Army. Wow. Look, they're all about looking good while keeping it simple. They don't tell you how many steps you've taken or, you know, they don't blow your wrist up with texts, you know. They're not overly intrusive on life. It's just a watch. It's classic. A classic timepiece. Mm -hmm. You know me. I love a good classic piece. You always say that. I do. You know what? Uh, and it's a ground-up entrepreneur story, something that we can respect. They were crowdfunded as a startup, and uh, they understand living under a tight budget because they lived it too. They've lived that life. They were about it, and now look at them. Almost 2 million watches sold in over 160 countries. That's huge. They started just $95. You're looking at $400 for the same quality from a traditional brand. Think about it. You can do a lot with that. Right now, get 15% off with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash mail-in. That's mvmt.com slash mail-in. Check that out, man. They're launching new styles on their site all the time. Movement.com. Join the movement. Let's hop into another email. Dorn Salgao and the Podfather, trademark Dave. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the Podfather. You are, man. I feel like other people had podcasts before us, and honestly, I didn't even start this pod, so 
<laughs> I'm graduating from college at the end of the semester and having a full-time job and have a full-time job already lined up. Doing some apartment shopping, I was wondering what the general rule for budgeting rent is. I've heard the 30% rule where you shouldn't spend more than 30% of your monthly income on rent. Is that pre-tax or post-tax? Any other advice on apartment shopping I should know about, things to avoid or things to look out for? Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks to you guys for everything that you do. I'd always heard the 30% rule too, um, but I I also didn't know if this is pre-tax or post-tax, so I looked it up. Okay. It is pre-tax. That seems high to me. That does too. And I I also didn't know the rule, but I was just going to go with post tax because that seemed yeah the reasonable. Rule is, the rule is pre tax, and I think a lot of um, places will base go like that's how you get approved if it's if it's right thirty percent or and you know what less. I remember while I read this question, I was like, God, thirty percent seems so high. It does doesn't? And then I'm thinking back to like what my rent was when I was a nurse in Houston. I was like. That was for sure thirty percent of my post, at least post tax, or no, made, sorry, pre tax. And like, it sucks because you're like in Houston and Austin, which I feel like are mid range places. Like we're no, you know, San Francisco or New York, New York but like I would say Austin well, is probably pretty on par with like Chicago for and some other big cities. It's very expensive, right? Places are in high. Like demand. you're not finding a place. For under a thousand dollars a month, especially if you're living alone. Like if you're living alone, you're not getting out of here for like under eighteen hundred. If you're going to be in the central part of Austin, oh yeah, that's probably even less, more than that. So at the time, I was like, that seems so ridiculously high. And then I was like, you know what? That's probably right. I'd never heard that rule. Really? I don't under. I only the only percentage rule I know is on engagement rings. Yeah, I think a lot of apartments will will actually that's like part of their approval process is they'll, oh, really? they'll calculate thirty percent of your gross income, right? Like whether or not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that to me that seems high. I, I would shoot for more in the twenty percent range, um, because I mean you got to if you can. Some, but I will say, right out of college, like you don't have a bunch of expenses, right? Like rent is probably your biggest expense. You're not like paying for kids or you're probably not going hard on like your retirement fund. You're probably just like putting whatever percentage your company's matching if you are at a company like that. It's time to live to like live a little bit and right. as opposed to uh, so save So I would saying, also or? say like maybe don't limit yourself and like feel like you have to live in a box on the side of the road because you're trying to keep it under a certain percentage. Like I feel like what is probably more important is to strike a good balance between like saving, mo- trying to save money, and also being in a good area where you can like meet people. Because you, if you're gonna like move to a metropolitan area, obviously living downtown or like in uptown Dallas or you know whatever is like the more central location is gonna be more beneficial to you socially. And I feel like that matters more when you're like between the ages yeah, of twenty three right. and twenty six. After um, after my divorce and I we sold our house. I I moved into a, an apartment that was really close to downtown, and it was probably more than I should have been spending at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I was like single for the first time in what like nine years, right? And I just wanted to be like around people my age a little bit. Not that I was looking to like you know mm-hmm. go out every night or anything. You were trying to go full Peter. I mean, <laughs> there's like striking a good balance because at the same time, you want your apartment or wherever you're living to be nice. But you don't want it to be like so ridiculously expensive that you like can't afford to eat. Like that—that's not a good plan. So I think 
for this guy, like 30%, if that, if you could keep it within that, great. But don't feel like, oh my God, like I have to, you know, this is $2,000 a month and I like, I can't live here. I mean, another great thing is try to find a roommate because $2,000 a month is absurd, at least for Austin. But like, again, everything's comparative because- yeah, he said he's about to graduate college, so he's yeah. what twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Get a roommate. That that's like when you get a roommate. Yeah, that's exactly. Perfect timing for that. And then what else? He also talked about apartment he, hunting or um, yeah, shopping. like any other vice on apartment shopping. Um, you know, at your age, I would say like like you were saying, like put yourself in a fun area mm-hmm. and just kind of just live a little bit. If you have to pay a little bit extra to be in that in the you know near a bar district or something like that, that's fine. Do it. It's, it's temporary, and you're going to have fun, and uh, you can always find a roommate and stuff like that. But um, Go ahead and plan on losing that deposit too, Haas. Location, location, location. You ain't getting Dave. it back. Yeah. I don't care. Um, the other thing I will say is not to spend a bunch of money on, like, houseware shit. Kind of the same way you would in college. Like, you want your apartment to be an elevated version of what your college dorm or, like, house or whatever is. Like, you yeah. want to have, like, a nice bed the furniture and you good get sheets. For your first apartment is not going to be the furniture that's going to be in like your house right house so don't day. you don't need to go spend five thousand dollars on a couch bridge that gap like get go to wayfair and get some shit that's like cheap but decent you know don't get the couch i got from wayfair which is the worst couch in america i mean it probably i'm i'm thinking back to like what we owned and like i was like piecemealing shit together from like other people like my siblings and stuff where i was like oh you're not doing this i will say are we sponsored by any mattress companies right not now? yet okay uh Brett would get off his ass i until we get sponsored by a mattress company have the best mattress on amazon.com memory foam 240 dollars damn whoa yeah dm me if you want the i'm not going to give them free press so you can dm me if you want See, i like that them. the salvation army is coming by next friday to pick up my couch i am donating it i'm not even gonna try to sell it because it's it was so full bad. On donation. Wait, it's so how bad. long have you had this couch? I got it when I moved into the apartment I just mentioned. So right after my uh, why is that bad? You're already turning your back. Oh, it, on it's. It. I mean, I sit in a couch. Sit on a couch before you purchase it. Well, okay, that and also one big thing that people forget is like they buy all this furniture. If you wait like till Memorial Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July, any of those like major holidays, all of those brands like West Elm Pottery Barn will do like thirty percent off. So you just gotta like. Be okay with maybe not having a couch for a month and then going for it whenever they have a sale. Because that's basically when I get all my furniture. I'm like, cool, everything's on sale. We're doing it right now. When I get sheets, when I get towels. Oh, yeah. But, like, again, you don't need nice-ass pans. You don't need to deal with that, like, pots and pans. Just get what you need, something that's good and functional. Yeah, there's a step between uh, college apartment and your, like, the house that you want to settle down in. Exactly. Bridge that gap with some okay furniture. Mm-hmm. You know? Read the reviews, too. Find out about how the the company is, like the apartment management. Because that, that's a big deal. If you've lived somewhere with bad, um, you know, managers, what are they called? What's the apartment manager? Well, that's what they're called. Like a landlord? Landlords, yeah. Like, that. that's miserable. When the people in the front office suck, like, that's a red flag. Yeah. Like, if they, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can tell they don't want to work there. And Go to a... Google reviews. Don't do yeah. like the you right. Know, stay away from their website reviews. So they just yeah, yeah. you know they can control those. Good Go to call. Google reviews. Our front office people love us. I my, think because of Rosie. My people Y'all love me people, so man. much that they just called me recently and asked me if I would go on Google and leave a review. They hadn't gotten many lately. 
Uh-huh. They're like, Dylan will do a good job at this. So they called me. And you know what? They know your team content. I did content. it. I know did you it. do pods. Yeah. Gave them a five-star rating. Wow. Because they've been five-star. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Huge. Do a voicemail. Let's do a voicemail. Hey, guys. Um, I recently wrote in about my girlfriend asked for some space. Um, and so gave her the space. Um, about two weeks later, she came back. And um, uh, she uh, she said that we're not compatible. And after thinking about it a lot, uh, she doesn't see a future with me. So I guess my question is, um, I guess, where do I start with uh, moving on? Uh, I really loved her. Uh, thank you, guys. Bye. Sad, right? I was not prepared for I that. know. I, I was listening to this, and I was just thinking, ah, that's another one of these calls. And then he hit me with that. And I was like, man, I got to play this. How long ago did he leave this voicemail? Um, it was within the past, like, five days. Okay. It's pretty fresh. He's probably in a better spot now. Take it, take it a day at a time. You're probably good. It can take a while, Dave. Yeah, I know. It does. It, take it a while. takes time. I know. I know. Look, I know. He really loved her, he said. Yeah, I heard him. I think he, I think he cried at the, after he hung All up. right. Dylan, I, I have to say, on the rundown, when you do voicemails, it's just like a very breezy, like, whatever, this guy broke up with his girlfriend. I was not ready for that. I said, guy sounds sad AF and needs advice on getting over his GF. That's a perfect synopsis of what that call was. You next time right? you need to put an asterisk and be like emotional. May have cried. Wow. Okay. First of all, I am sorry. Yeah, it's tough. It that sucks. It, there's no way to put it besides that that sucks. Think about how many people go through this though, and it's pretty much everyone on the face of the planet. Right. So we've all been through it, and we all get over it. And it's really hard when you're in it to see the logical side of things like it's just so much easier for the three of us in this room who've never experienced oh, this guy's sure. relationship for to sure. comment on his relationship but if she doesn't love you back doesn't think that it's compatible etc you're dodging a bullet like you don't want to invest more time in someone who doesn't feel the same way about you i've always said that like that's something that i had to learn the hard way when i was in love with somebody who did not like me back. And that is such a hard pill to swallow because you really feel like, I think that the more like that your love is enough for the other person to love you back. And that's not true. And also that's not fair to you. The other thing is too, that especially in breakups, like when one person dumps the other person, I think the person who is left, like the person who got dumped tends to put, the other person on a pedestal where they're like that our relationship was perfect. Like she's so great. I'm in love with her. And you don't realize until you're over that person that like maybe there were parts of your relationship that were not good. Yeah. I'm a big believer in um, things happen for a reason. It kind of happened how they're supposed to happen. Uh, There's a reason why she was in your life. And now there's, there's a reason why she's no longer in your life. Um, And this is, although you might not know why now you're going to figure out why that, She's no longer in your life. It's it's for the best. Right. Um, now you're free to to move on and find someone who's a better fit for you. And you're right. There's there's like the whole, um, you know, you you want you want what you can't have. We kind of talked about this before. And the fact that she doesn't want you, um, in this moment, it makes you kind of want her more because right. she's unavailable to you. She's making herself unavailable to you, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. You get it. I like my post breakup advice is like a broken record and it's gonna it's the same thing it's like it's like giving somebody diet advice it's like well you have to make healthy yeah. choices and work out 
breakup is like you have to surround yourself with people that love you and will keep you positive and you have to give yourself time and grace and you have to like know that the more time you have post breakup, the better yeah. it's going to get. Also, I would say keep your mind busy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know if that's reading a book or, or working out or just going out with friends or or just getting like way ahead at work, whatever, whatever it is. Keep your brain busy and don't let yourself like start to think about uh, what you're missing out on with, you know, the ex-girlfriend. I was going to say, yeah, get out there with your buddies. Do get out there, hang out. Don't think you need to go out and talk to as many girls as possible. Like, don't just let it happen. And don't, and don't, don't drown yourself in booze. You'll feel worse. Yeah. Right. You're fine. Just get out there. Be active. Do the stuff. You know, if you work out, keep going to the gym, keep your routine. Just get out with the the I will say getting attention from someone new, like when you do start to move on, maybe it's, maybe you're on hinge or whatever and you start to talk to someone you're interested in. That does help. I mean, it does help to know like, oh, there are other people out there who are going to like me. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have other options, and it's nice to just be reminded of that. Not that you have to do it right away, but once you do decide that you're ready to start talking to people again, it's helpful. Yeah. I'm sorry. That sucks. Yeah, stay up, player. Do the next one, Davey. I'm a 28-year-old guy, and I ran into my 24-year-old hairdresser on a Sunday fun day. Hooked up in the bar and went home together. She found me on IG next day, the next day, and DM'd back and forth for a while. But then it fizzled. Oh, for a couple hours, then it fizzled. Okay. <laughs> Not a lot of time there to get anything off the ground, but uh, do I need to find a new hairdresser is the question here. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The answer is yes. I think so. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, I mean, if things fizzled and you stopped talking, you hooked up in a bar, and then you went home together, I'm assuming you guys slept together. Maybe not. Maybe you just boasted. That's cool, too. Um, just imagine going and sitting down in her seat again and being like, Hey, what you been up to? Like you, you just can't do it. Here's what he didn't include. Like who let the thing fizzle? Like, did he want it to continue and she let it fizzle out or vice versa? I mean, there's two hours. If you scorned her, you don't want that person cutting your hair. You guys. Okay. They have control of your whole look. It's awkward either way. I mean, it's completely awkward. You should not do it. But if anything, also... Your hair is something you wear on your head every single day. You can't get away from it, so you really don't want to risk a bad haircut. Yeah, unless she just gives the most perfect haircut in the world. She's the the world's best hairdresser. Uh, just find another one. I think there you are thousands of them in your city. Show up to your next appointment with her with AirPods in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you gotta. I think you gotta move on you to gotta, a new hairdresser. You gotta find a new. There's uh, no way around this. Yeah, I bet this happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, probably does. I. I wonder how many how many hookups have occurred in a hair salon. Like, Ooh. you know, some of them are just it's just one on one. Like you ours, know, for example, that does not Teresa's. seem like a good idea because, especially for men's hair, like, oh, I'm if not Will, it's a good idea. I'm saying it's if ha- Will comes it home <laughs> and there's like still like hair on him, like yeah. that, it, it like yeah. sticks to you. Oh, oh, it's the hair on the floor that's Ugh, disgusting. Gross. Oh, when they sweep it, they gotta, uh, they gotta like, sweep every fifteen hair minutes. Hair sticks to you so easily, and like the like little pokey hairs from like guys' haircuts, like ugh. And Teresa does a pretty good job of, of getting it all off the, the neck and all. Yeah, that. Will. It's more like when Will is like shaving his own beard or something that I like. Yeah. know. it's oh, like beard on it. Trimmings are gross. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Ugh. You know, it's not gross. And speaking of hair, let's talk hymns. <laughs> hymns, a wellness brand for men. You've heard us talking about them and how they're helping guys look their best. If you haven't yet, it's time to see what they're all about. 
Dylan, 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. Did you know that? I, I did. Once you've noticed the thinning hair, it can be too late. You want to be proactive. You want to get out in front of it. You know, I think it's time that I do this finally. Yeah, I don't I know what you're doing. I haven't yet taken the hymns, the, the hair treatment. Not that I'm uh, worried about going bald. No, of course not. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not as thick as I used to be Yeah, up, up top. You can say that again. Hey, here's a solution. 4hems.com, Dylan. Go check it out. Yeah. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. That's a, I mean, look, that's all you need. Those are the three most important things for dudes. Hair, skin, sexual wellness. Boom. It's time to write a new chapter, one in which you have hair. Or you just don't lose your hair going down the road, Dylan. So you're, you're good, though. You're looking thick up top. You do have one wild-ass gray hair that's coming out of your part line. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's shooting like the opposite way. I'm going to leave oppo. it. I'm going to leave it. I like that. Do it. Um, let's talk about it. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. It's prescription solutions backed by science. It's really easy. You just order it from your home, and they deliver it to your front door. Yeah, you it's talk to awesome. FaceTime, or you do like an online deal with the doctor. You can send pictures of your scalp in, and they, they diagnose it. I'm like, all right, this is what you need, doc. No more awkward in-person doctor visits, man. Or or even worse, right now, long pharmacy lines. You don't need to be going to the pharmacy right now. No. You know why it's, people go to the pharmacy? Because they're sick. They're getting meds. Get drugs. And there's shit out there, as we talked about. For hymns connects you with real doctors. It's going to save you hours. It's completely confidential and discreet. So right now... Let's do this. Go to 4 slash mail-in. That's 4 slash mail-in. And that's going to get you your first month free. How good is that, Dylan? That sounds fantastic, Dave. Yes, absolutely. So check it out, 4 slash mail-in. I'm going to read this disclaimer here. The prescription requires an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Offer valid only if prescribed. Three-month minimum subscription. Additional restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Forhims.com slash mail-in. Let's do a voicemail. What's up, guys? It's a beautiful Saturday here in Dallas. I'm heading to uh, K-Trail Ice House with, uh, with my dog. And uh, it's got me wondering. Um, I mean, I kind of just assume as long as you uh, keep your dog kind of under control and don't bother people, it's all good, but... What are some of the uh, the proper etiquette, I guess, uh, when you're taking your pop out to a uh, bar or a patio scene? This is obviously going to be a question better suited for both of you who have dogs. I've had a dog in the past, of course. The, the thought of bringing my dog to a bar or restaurant has always given me a little bit of anxiety. As it should. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. You don't know what, how he's going to interact with other dogs that are there, if they want to scrap a little bit, um, or maybe he wants to. You know, drop a deuce right there in the middle of the bar. You just don't know. So I brought Randy to one bar, and this is this is like a month ago, and it was very crowded. It was Bolden Acres. Were you there? Were either of y'all there? I, was I wasn't there. Uh-uh. Okay, and he wasn't horrible, but he did pull so hard that his collar popped off, and he ran under a picnic <laughs> table to play with another dog. But. People, like, really like Randy. He's a friendly dog. They want to pet him. My only issue is I'm worried about him shedding on people. I don't, I'm don't. i embarrassed about that because I don't want people to get their, like, black yoga pants ruined. Yeah. Um, and also, at one point, I looked up, and, like, the way the sun was hitting, I could see, like, the dust and pollen in the air, and then just his hair <laughs> was just, like, oh, engulfing gosh. the entire area. I was like, dude, I <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um. It's a, it can be a beating, man. Like, I don't think I'll bring him to a crowd. I'll never bring him to a crowded bar again. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. It's, there's just so much going on, and you, 
usually like loud music. You bring your dog to a bar like that for the first time, and it's probably the first time they've ever been surrounded by that many people. Plus all the you know the loud music, everyone wanting to come up and pet him. You just don't know what's going to happen. Well, I will suggest if you're going to bring your dog in public and they've never been in public before, like starting off somewhere smaller than just Less going crowded. straight up into a bar. One of my biggest pet peeves, and I was this person, like I I love seeing puppies at bars, but that's really cruel to the puppy. Like honestly, when we got Rosie. It was just like it's so overwhelming for her, and like when she they're that young and they're not really supposed to be out in public until they've gotten all their vaccinations. So when I be, see people like out with their like eight week old puppy, I'm like, maybe the dog does not need to be pet by every single human. Like that's really overwhelming and scarring for them. Like just leave your dog at home. Like yeah. that that I, of course everyone loves a puppy. Like of course, and I'm sure it's a great way to talk to people if like. You have a puppy on your arm. What a great way to pick somebody up. But I always just feel bad for those dogs. I'm always like looking at this poor sleepy puppy being like, God, this, like I can't, will never forget being at y'all's South by party. The one that was at, um, on West six when I had like just Rustic. flown in oh, yes, from Vegas and this dog was there. And like, I remember Alyssa and I were like freaking out over this I dog, but it was like dog. so young. And I was like, I feel horrible for this puppy. It looks like so scared and miserable. It's a chaotic environment for a dog but same as dave like rosie does she's not she's so friendly and like wants to smell their dogs and like really be pet by other people that taking her is not honestly we stopped doing it because it's not great for will and i because she's just so trying to get away like choking herself to the point of like gagging like on her own leash that i'm like it's not will and i are like we're not going to enjoy this so we stop doing it you will worry the whole time but some dogs are super chill and will just lay there and if you have that type of dog great our dogs are young those are dogs who have done it a hundred times yeah they weren't always and rosie's just like she's just not chill enough to deal with that many people like she's so spastic she wants to be around that so one like try it out other places before going somewhere like Maybe Katie Trail on like a Tuesday would be great, but like on a Saturday when it's nice out, like oh, first dude. time. And it sounds like this guy's dog probably goes all the time. But like if that's your first time, maybe don't take him to the most crowded bar in the city. Mm-hmm. If and then also just be again a considerate human. Like if your dog shits, pick it up. I mean, that should be a given anywhere. And I mean, you have to respect the fact that one. You brought the dog there, so if the dog is not getting along with other dogs or annoying people, like maybe you should take the dog home. Yeah, yeah. Have, and, have a quick uh, uh, trigger finger. Yeah, you know, get him out of there. If I mean, because you well. need to protect your your dog, but you also like you don't want to be in a situation where like people are like, "God, this fucking dog oh, like won't leave us alone." I'm in the middle of of that bar, like out, it's outdoors, but like so Randy's collar popped off, so I go over and get him. And like he's like won't leave this like dog alone, so I have to pick him up <laughs> and walk him back over. So I'm just walking through the middle, holding fucking Randy's giant, giant ass. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I will say, as a dog person, dogs rarely annoy me at bars. Like Agreed. if a dog comes up to yeah. me, I'm like psyched about it. But again, not everyone's a dog person. Sure. Yeah. But you have to I've... expect like somewhere like Bolden Acres or Katie Trail Ice House that's got a nice patio area. Like most of the time when I'm going there, I'm like expecting dogs to be there. So I. That doesn't bother me. And I think people who are frequenting those locations probably know the same thing, you know? But I don't, I don't know, know if I'm going to, if I'm going to, I'm getting a dog. I just don't know if I'm going to 
attempt to make it a, a, a bar dog or not. We took Rosie <laughs> and like she'll be we'll take her to June's and she'll sit on the patio and be chill. And like, especially cool. if you're like, because there's not as many like people around, but if there's another dog there, it's hell. And then Will and I are like, we don't even want to be here because she's going to yeah. knock over the table. You'll worry about your dogs popping a squat, right? Like right there on the sidewalk. No, or... Rosie will like, she, well, she always like poops in the corner of places. Like both the acres, they have like, like turf, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dogs might think that that's safe to well, let it rip on. I mean, our I dog park is turf, so it is like, they just, yeah. ha- they probably spray it down. Yeah, I think it's what... a given. There used to be a dog, a guy at uh, Little Woodrow's on West 6 that he would just sit at the bar by himself and his Great Pyrenees would lie down right behind him. And he was just the most chill, like 140-pound dog that would yeah. just sleep while he drank. He I kinda... think, honestly, there are bar dogs. Like, you always see those dogs who are just chill and, they, like, not like moving. They have, they have, a, they have a dog urine problem there. That, that really? one little corner last time I was there, it smelled like dog pee. Ooh. Pretty bad. See, a turf, like, or I don't know, does Katie Trail have – Grass or turf? Things like gravel. It's dirt. It's gravel. Yeah. Gravel like that. If your dog pees on that, who cares? But like, if it's yeah. like wood, that's gross. Like, yeah. take your dog yeah, out. Yeah, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's out in the elements, like Rosie won't poop or pee on the sidewalk. She's not really like a city dog. Like, it's not like New yeah. York where she'll just go on the sidewalk. But like, it, I don't know. I that kind of grosses me out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this next question we have gotten before on circling back. We answered it. We've not done it here yet, so we, we get to hear Sally's answer. And I might even change mine up a little bit, Dave. You never know. Wow. You ready? Oh. Hey, Dylan, Sally, and Dave. Since the Masters are coming up here soon, I want to hear what everyone's champion dinner would be if you won the year prior. So what entree, dessert, and beverage are you serving? And then what will be your menu flex to tell everyone else that you're not fucking around? Got to think that Tiger serving sushi as a side to fajita is a pretty hard flex. Love you guys. Okay, before we answer this question. Do you know what this is? Champion's dinner? Yes, of course I know okay. what this is. Here's my question. Mansplain. Do you yeah. Please don't mansplain <laughs> to me. Uh with the coronavirus, <laughs> do you think that there's a chance that they don't let yeah. spectators of the Masters? Of and course. then what is gonna happen to those yeah. people who got tickets? Because they're oh, gonna no. probably lose that their That is mind. a great question. Um there's I think there's a very real chance that they will not allow patrons inside. I think they're already kind of planning on that for Dell Match Play too. Or not doing that vendors. Would, that would be a shame. But yeah, it's uh it's it's pos- it's very possible. Tell me this, Sally. It would be okay. You are a, it's it would be it's more dangerous to be in close quarters with people in a like, in a, a domed off stadium close, or an arena as opposed to like open air on a golf course. But still, like there are issues with that, right? I mean, being in close proximity to anybody. But I would I would think that being in like a stadium, um, indoors would be more dangerous. I mean, you maybe you think that, but also like most of those stadiums are like circulating air, and it's not. Yeah, it's not really the risk of like it floating in the air. I mean, it is the risk of it floating in the air, but like whether or not. Say Dylan has coronavirus and we're standing next to each other and he coughs. If we're in a closed room or like outside, probably the risk of me getting it if he coughs and I inhale it is the same. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, maybe being in a giant like stadium for like a Cowboys game where it's closed roof. I mean, one, they're circulating air in. But two, like that's still you're standing next to somebody. With like within yeah. a foot of you, so the same situation at any golf tournament where like people are all crowded at a tee box, you know. So I don't know. I mean, again, I I did not 
fully i mean i did public health but i'm not like a freaking i mean people who planned to attend the masters they have already secured tickets and they've already secured housing housing and yeah. airfare and all that but my other question is like because getting tickets is such a big deal and you have to like do the raffle and stuff like if they cancel it not cancel the masters probably just move, it, move it to next year move your ticket raffle I yeah would that would suck but then like all those people that's like not that's a missed out chance for people to go next year sure yeah yeah it sucks, sucks. It's a, it's shitty. Okay, sorry. Let's get back to the what's question. Your, what's your champion's dinner looking like, Sal? Do you have one? <sighs> I thought about this on the way over, and I I have a better answer to the um, death row dinner, I feel like. Similar champions, question. Champion's dinner, though, is a little different because death row dinner is like what you are eating versus like champion's dinner is Those like- calories don't count Well, because uh, you're about to die. Champions, well, one, but also champion's dinner is like- Exactly what she said. Like everyone's eating it, and you're kind of flexing on people, being like, "Look what I'm putting uh-huh. out there." You want people to enjoy your champions' dinner, though. Yeah, you don't. Okay, I'm gonna go regional over just impressing people. Like I want to do something that represents. Right, where I, come I, from. I think that that I like those. I tend to like those people better, which is why I like have always enjoyed, like when BJ Singh did like all of the like curries and stuff, or uh, when Spieth did barbecue. Who did like uh, wild game? That was like recent. Was I mean, Patrick Reed. No, who he did was barbecue it? Also, uh, someone did like it was somebody in the, like the last ten years or the last twenty years. I'll have to look it up. I do like what Mike Speed Weir. did. Like Speed did. Bar- He's from Texas, so he did Texas style barbecue. Right. Like that's what I'm talking about. When I just like like you know represent where you come from. I agree. I I love Tiger's fajitas move and uh-huh. sushi. Like I. I love I love that he's won enough where he just like repeats the same thing he did last time. Yeah. Bubba Watson's grilled chicken is an atrocity and oh I think that God. that is It's so fitting for Bubba Watson though. So fitting for oh him but God. like what like how are you going to just serve grilled chicken to people? Yeah, don't 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 do that to you. Are people. you going to just do salmon with um, <laughs> salt and pepper? Um I'm going to do something. I'm going to pick something that's that represents not just Austin but like us, um, you gonna it, do Tex Mex? It's not gonna be. It's not gonna blow anybody away, but it's gonna be salmon. No <laughs> salmon with salt and pepper seasoning. No. Yes. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna do. Hopefully, I can get Matt's catered. I'm gonna do Matt's enchiladas. Well, so you know that they're not mm-hmm. allowed. I, they're probably allowed to s- select if, who caters it, but they're they not allowed to it. say who caters it because okay. everyone thought Spieth had done the salt lick. And then, but they Salt Lake wasn't allowed to say that they did it. Okay, yeah, because I'd heard it was Salt Lake. They, I think that they purposely don't do that. Okay, mm. that, that's fine. I, if Matt doesn't get credit, then I'll, I'll I'll just give him sneaky credit on the side. I'll tweet well, about like it it's pretty easy to like serve a Bob Armstrong, and people know that it's Matt. I'm gonna do smoked chicken enchiladas. Mm. Nice with Suiza sauce. Oh, it comes with black refried beans and rice. And for dessert, I'm doing table side bananas foster. Wow. Wow, that's a flex. I will say real fast, Patrick Reed did Caesar salad wedge or wedge, uh, bone-in cowboy ribeye, mm-hmm. and then sides, like all steakhouse Might be sides. the best thing he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bob Armstrong dip, of course, is going to is gonna be served yeah. before before the entree. Um, and the, the Bananas Foster, again, that's it's like my it's like a family staple. We do it at the ranch all the time. My stepdad does it, and it's awesome. And he makes a big production out of it. Makes a big flame. It's tight, and it's so good. Um, I, I mean, let's hear it. Terrible for you, though. I I, li- I like um, doing Tex Mex, but I think if you're flexing, like I'm gonna, 
I like what Adam Scott did when he did the surf and turf. Like you just go full on lobster. Yeah. Like you're like I'm just going to serve much steak and lobster. But it's going to hit. Well, because who's going to say no to like a nice steak oh, yeah. and a lobster and good steak wine? And lob. Dylan, I'm surprised you're not just doing smoothies. <laughs> smoothies <laughs> for everybody. Oh, Mike Weir did do elk and boar. Are you serious? Yeah. That I'm looking it up now because I was like, I've got to know. That's a good one. He did elk, wild boar, Arctic char. In Can- is he from Canada? He's Canada. It's like a that makes sense. I said that so weird. It's like Come Phil the Chow, man. All kinds of different meat. Honestly, Phil Mickelson's gone like kind of off the map. Like one year he did lobster ravioli and one year he did paella. Like He's a psychopath. I kind of think though too, Confirm. if you've won multiple times, you can just get, like I think the first one you maybe Start do something bits. that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the first one you do something that's true to you, true to your region. And then like after that, you're like, screw it. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I think that's a good move. Um, I was also going to say Tex-Mex just because I, I don't recall anybody it's really doing yeah. that. Um, I mean, fajitas. Excuse oh, me. Oh, fajitas, yeah. Fajitas almost transcend. But what, did, what did Ben Crenshaw do? Did they used to do it back then? I'm sure they did. I don't know. I bet Gentle Ben did. I bet he did something like steak. Because he's an Austin guy. He is an Austin guy. Um, I might just. I might do just fried chicken. Honestly. I love fried chicken. <laughs> I, I thought about the same thing, like... Not fried chicken because we all know I don't like eating chicken off the bone. But I would just do straight I up. I know that. I hate eating chicken Nugs? off the bone. What? That's why I don't do eat like wings either. I would do straight up chicken tenders. Love them with like every sauce available. Chicken tenders please everybody minus you know. Meals. I mean that's the opposite end of the spectrum from my like bougie steak and lobster. But like I remember a wedding where we had chicken tenders and it was like the happiest I've ever been. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go get ten tenders. You're phenomenal. And I'm just going to stock up on every sauce possible. And you'll find me over here eating it, tendies. It goes good with legit like seven different sauces too. Yeah. They're fantastic. I mean. Did you give an answer yet, Sal? I just, I said oh, either, that, that, either oh, like bougie, be? steak and lobster. Okay, okay, or But you. I'll probably, tendies is more true to myself. I, I thought you were still talking it out in your, in your head, but out loud. I mean, tenders and fries. I love fries. I'll never turn down a French fry in my life, ever. What's your favorite kind of fry? You know, I I like all fries. I used to not love potato wedges. They were too potatoey, and now I don't care about that. I love potatoes in general. Give me a good curly fry. I like mm. curly fries a lot. I also like, I wanted them to be thin and crispy, but like not Clark's thin. Shoestring? Clark's is a Shoestring thin is, for my life. Yeah. Clark's, anybody outside of Austin, Clark's is a... Uh, oyster bar and part of a restaurant group that we all frequent many times and every single restaurant in this group has a burger and so the Clark's burger is kind of like infamous and they serve it with fries that are like I don't even know how to explain it it looks like a nest yeah and they're so thin that you one it's like you eat all of them you're it, you eat all of them but you have to pick them up in like bunches and yeah. dip them in yeah. ketchup I hate it like I don't they're like good that. but I'll still do it yeah but I I hate it. It's about like a third of the size of a McDonald's fry. Oh, very no. thin. Maybe more. Maybe Wait, a like they're like, like almost like noodle, like yeah. spaghetti noodle. Yeah, you can serve alcohol at these things, right? Yeah, most oh, people yeah. like. I'm doing yeah. knockout martinis. Then. Day's I love for the it. Squad. Knockout martinis for the squad. Trying to just fuck everybody up. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone here would serve mats, and I feel I would feel very comfortable doing which, that. Which night of the week? Is the dinner? Is it uh, that Wednesday? Oh, it's night? Tuesday. It's not the night. I don't think it's the night before the tournament. Okay, 
Because you need time to get over yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, need time to recover. Can't be eating uh, ribeye and knockouts the night before. <laughs> I mean, what? how bad would it be if everyone got, like, food poisoning from the meal one time? That would be terrible. It would be a disaster. Yeah. That would be embarrassing. You don't want that on your ledger. You're the guy. Oh, they do it on Tuesday night. I'm looking this up because I wanted to find out who did the Getting a lifetime board. exemption if you win the Masters, I would play until I was on my deathbed. Sandy Lyle style. He knows he's not going to compete, but he get, he goes out there every year. You have to. Oh, you have to. Why not, dude? A lot of guys quit. So, but okay, really fast. You said Bananas Foster. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go with like a traditional Trace Lacers cake? I thought about like a, or like like a, a churro. Flan, but, um, no, no one likes flan, Oh, I Dylan. love flan. I'm not really? a flan guy. I love flan. See, I so would rather up. have, have you ever had the fried ice cream from Matt's? Mm-mm. Oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. I thought about doing a traditional like Mexican style dessert, but uh, I'm going to do Bananas Foster because it's it has a, a place in my uh, my family. I'm doing tiramisu. Okay. Nothing wrong with that, Dave. See, I think if I did dessert, I'd probably do like just really good ice cream. Like probably if I'm thinking like the tiny boxwood cookies. Oh, hell yeah. Ice cream. I was just going to say Still that. Still haven't been there. Had that recently. So good. We actually went last night. It's just like the chunks of their cookie dough. Did y'all eat dinner or just the ice cream? We just went and got ice cream. Mm-hmm. We brought Lily and Drew dinner. Shouts to Drew. And went and got ice cream. Sneaky shouts. Yeah. Let's finish on a fun one here, Dave. <laughs> really hoping you can help me out. I have a bit of a problem with being a quick finisher. I think he's talking about sex. I'm talking usually two to three minutes average. I've made jokes about it with her in the past, and she doesn't say anything about it. Quick facts. It's us with the bullet points here. I've been with this girl... For coming on four years together in the fall. Coming was an interesting word to use there. I feel like it wasn't necessary. (laughs) Um, Lost my virginity to her in college, and we are both graduated now. I always try to make sure she gets hers from the foreplay. All right, very specific here. I'm always thinking of popping the big Q soon. I'm also thinking, excuse me, of popping the big Q. Sorry, I'm flustered by this question. We don't don't use (laughs) condoms at this point. As she is on birth control. You don't like talking about sex, the sex talk, Dave. No, it's just like... Hey, people need answers. All in all, I'm looking for advice from the gang on if I bring it up, tips I can do to last longer, and how to continue. This is something that's been a big bother for me since we started doing it. She has never said it is an issue, but it bothers me. Yeah, great one to finish on. Finish on, pun intended. (laughs) Um, I'm going to (laughs) give... Some unsolicited wrecks right now. Have any of you watched Sex Education on Netflix? I'm like two, maybe three episodes in. Okay. So I'm going to base all of my sex advice on Sex Education, which is like a really wildly outrageous show about a high schooler British giving show. Uh, does Will just, sex just advice. watch all the British shows, and that's why he came across this We one. actually got recommended it to, a, to it by uh, Lily and Drew. Okay, because Will but told me Will does it. love some British television. He does. Um, I cannot speak to finishing quickly. Well, you're a female. <laughs> as a male, because I'm a female. Right. But I will say this. Um, if this is a girl that you're in love with and you clearly trust her as you've lost your virginity to her and you're having sex with her and you're thinking about proposing to her, you need to have open and frank conversations with her about sex. Absolutely. 
And I, I also think that having those conversations and becoming more comfortable being open about it might even help the problem. Exactly. Not, not just it will be good to like get all the cards out on the table so she understands where you're coming from. It could legit help. And maybe this is okay. I, how, how old did he say he was? Did he say? Um, no, I don't think he did. No. Which means okay, say a, uh, at youngest he's like twenty three because they've been together in college. At oldest, years. maybe they met senior year and he's twenty six. Let's say he's twenty five. Okay, I think that I don't know how it is for guys. I think for girls, even when you're in a committed relationship at that age. And even still now, it's very hard for women to talk about sex. Like, I think it's a very taboo subject that maybe you talk about with your friends. And maybe, I think some people are more open than others. But like, at that age, I feel like it's a little bit more difficult to, one, because you don't know yourself fully, like what maybe you like when you're having sex. So that's difficult to express to somebody. But also, you're maybe not comfortable saying what you think is wrong because I think when we're in relationships we feel so much like obligation or responsibility to the other person we don't want to hurt their feelings things like that but you have to realize that like if somebody's in a committed relationship with you and they love you like anything that you say to them and anything they say to you like should be taken like as constructive criticism or like something to work on versus like something that's going to hurt your feelings I think that's excellent advice I don't even need to add much to it Right. I feel like this guy is probably listening to too many of our Patreon episodes because he's taking me uh, literal, literally at uh, getting get out be tactical. <laughs> ah, Dave. <laughs> I also like uh, two to three minutes. I guess seems fast. Like I. It's not the worst I've heard. No, I mean, like I've, I've, it's <laughs> one thing if like she hops on you and you immediately come. Like that's that's one thing. <gasps> but like it sounds like you're having pretty decent foreplay. This guy, maybe he needs to practice the <laughs> Dylan. Maybe you're doing too much foreplay before you actually start. Right. start Dude, oh, seriously. But I, I, I really do think, I, I, I hope, I really what, hope. What, Dave, what, what are you trying to get out? Who is the dude? He was an older guy, maybe before our, my time and your time, but there's a dude in a fraternity that was known. He had a move because he oh, had this problem. And the he hidden would, stain? He would do the munch, munch and punch. Oh, I'm thinking of something different. Where he would, this is going to get very specific, and Sally, I apologize, but he would, uh, his foreplay move would be to uh, go down to the side of the bed, uh, do the uh, the oral um, gratification, and while doing that, he would um, uh, get himself going and then under the bed, and by the time he was done, he was probably like 22, so this is probably in play. I know who this he guy would, is, yeah. He would, <laughs> he'd be able to go again, and obviously since he had just done the deed under the bed without her knowing he would go longer they, and it I was said, dubbed the munch and punch i said hidden hidden stain hidden it's stain. the same, same thing same thing are you yeah. kidding me yeah. no I, oh I, my I, god i they were people were telling me this like five years later i was like this is just some hey. urban legend dude or do we actually know who it is i know, I know the guy actually oh. i'll tell you i'll tell you his, his last name later it's kind of interesting okay so if it's I, the same guy you're thinking i guarantee it is Here's what I have to say. I don't want to add insult to injury to this guy who's already like self-conscious about coming too early. But like, are you sure that your girl, your girlfriend's coming? Like, are you? Because is she just telling you and you think she is? Or like. What makes you think she's coming at all? He said that he makes sure she gets off during the foreplay. Make sure she gets hers from foreplay. 
Right. You think why, why would she? Why would she fake it during foreplay? Because maybe she's just trying to like move on with the moving along. I mean, yeah. like she's like she doesn't want to embarrass him. Be like, hey, you're doing it wrong. So she's just kind of like, all right. Listen, life is too short to be having bad sex with somebody you're in a relationship with. Like bad sex when you're having a one night stand or bad sex with somebody you're not super committed to, like whatever, that's your your prerogative, do what you want. But if you're going to be in a committed relationship with somebody, like you deserve to have good sex, good, both of you. Good communication, like you said, it goes a long way. Right. It'll absolutely help in some way. Mentally, you know, I mean, you'll you'll feel better about things and that that'll probably help. Right. That'll- and if if you communicate with her and she's like totally fine with everything and nothing's bothering her but it really bothers you and like maybe see a sex therapist but i really do yeah. think that you he probably doesn't even need to go that far try a condom too yeah they have the ones that like they have like the numbing ones for dudes who have this problem yeah that's true uh it's also some like spray some like numbing spray and stuff I you want to be careful because you don't want her to but yeah um but maybe think about like uh i don't know one thing that i know some people do is think of old uh like uh, their childhood baseball teams, like the old Rangers lineups from like the '90s. Just think of old baseball yeah. players, or like think of weird shit. Just like anything to keep your mind off of it, off yeah. of the fact that you're. I just don't understand that. Like, it doesn't if really I found matter. out that like Will was having to like think of yes. like old baseball like, players while we were having sex, I'd be like, "You're thinking of old Red Wings." I mean, keep your mind off of what's going on in front of you. You know. It's just a trick. Yeah, but like the like whole he's... point is to be like enjoying what's happening. Yeah, but yeah. You, if you don't, if you can only uh, enjoy it for a, a minute, it's not as cool as if you can enjoy it for fifteen minutes. Yeah, you're still yeah. enjoying it. Like you still get the sensation. Your, okay, your head I, is, see, this is why I can't answer this elsewhere. as a woman. I, I, I've heard. I've never had sex before. I just that's what I hear. You're a virgin, but yeah. you have a son. But yeah. you're immaculate a virgin. conception. We don't know how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, communicate with her and like be for real with her. Like, make sure she knows it's serious and not just like a one-off thing because she may be afraid to like tell you how she actually feels. And if if you're very open with her and give her the space to tell you, and she tells you it's fine, then you have to believe her. Like, you can't force her. Yeah. You can't let it become such a thing that you're like stressed out and think that she's thinking one thing when she's really not. So I think we crushed that question. Wow. Yeah, uh, crushed it like. Like you're trying to make a sexual no, pun and it's not I working. Am. Like the munch and punch? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I was going to say something. The munch and punch. Wow. <sighs> well, Sal, I had fun. Don't touch your face, Sal. I, yeah, you're. Well, I have washed my hands. I have washed my hands before I touch my face. We're finished. You guys have fun? Uh, Yeah, I had fun. Sally? I had a great time. It was fun, man. No bonus question today because we did the coronavirus talk. We, we crushed it. This was a good episode. I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, the hotline number, again, 888-362-6245. You can also write in at the link in the Twitter bio, at Mail and Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.